You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Brandon Ulrich. Am I saying that correctly? Um, I've, that... I've never really been sure myself. I think it's Ulrich, too. <laughs> Ulrich? Ulrich or Ulrich? What is that? Like, Russian? What is uh, German, actually. Oh, you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to do the ancestry at one point and, like, see how far back it goes into that. You can't, well, hold on, that ancestry thing is a little crap, first of all, because I went on there and said I was related to Thomas Jefferson, and I'm pretty sure there's some statistic out there that, like, I think, like, some, like, two out of ten people that is, like, that are black are ancestors of Thomas Jefferson. Well, he probably had a lot of kids. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, uh, what do you, what do you do, like, what, what gets you, um, money, like, throughout the day? Uh, Working. Like seafood? Uh, yeah. I work in cooking, steaming seafood. Yeah, but... you smell like shrimp. It smells <laughs> awesome. You make me hungry. Yeah. But, uh, so you see, we're at Bucks. Yeah. And, uh, what is your job entail? Like, you said you're cooking everything, so, like... Yeah, I cook, steam. I pretty much manage the kitchen at this point. Make decent money an hour. Um... Is this something you want to do? Uh, no. It's just, uh, pastime till I find what I want to do. I'm still not really sure of, like what that path is for me. Have you taken any education or schooling past uh, uh, high school? Besides high school, no. Because, like, from what I remember, it's like we used to just sit in the tech class together. I mean, they had literally computers in a classroom. That is the worst thing to give any kid <laughs> is the object of the Internet in front of them. We were looking up movies, watching movies in class. We were, like, telling each other the best gaming sites, doing all this stuff, and we were, like, playing competitions side-by-side <laughs> side and stuff. It was literally, like, a straight-up hour and a half of, like, you don't even, this isn't school. This is your home, basically. You can just do whatever you want on the internet. Yeah. Uh, our teacher was pretty chill in that class. I don't think he really cared. I think he was like, I've been here for a long time. I got benefits. Son. Yeah, he was like one year off of retirement anyway, so. <laughs> but it was it was a cool class because, like, the one thing I really like about education is it introduces you to a whole hell of a lot of people that you probably wouldn't meet on a normal day basis. Oh, yeah. Or wouldn't even get to taking the time to know. I mean, you're a lot different from how I am just because our lifestyles are completely different. I know you come from like a farming background too. And I kind of want to get your like just ins and outs on that. Like, do you work like still to the day on the farm? Like every single day? Like, oh yeah, any day I'm off or even in the mornings, just collecting the chicken eggs, feed the pigs, um, check the gardens, make sure they're all watered and stuff. What kind of animals do you have there? Uh, just pigs and chickens at the moment. We used to have cows and goats, and right now we're trying to get into bunny rabbits right now. Bunny rabbits? Yes. That is a disaster in <laughs> itself. Yeah, you get like one male and like 30 females. Let them go to town and uh, reproduce a lot of bunnies and resell for meats. That's how they overpopulated um, Australia, I think, with rabbits. Because they're not supposed to be down there. But an English settler brought over, like, uh, it was like, I think he brought over, like, 20 rabbits or something. And then after two years, it became, like, a million-something population of rabbits. Oh, that just sounds terrible. They, they, when, they, the, when they say breed like bunnies or breed like rabbits, that's literally what they mean. Is because those things will go ham, bro. And is that your, what are your favorite types of animals on the farm? Um, I would have to say the pigs. Like... They're pre- like their pigs are actually pretty chill, so like they'll actually like listen to you. Uh, if trained enough, you can go up and pet them and stuff. But I'm then 
like at the end of the day, they're still meat pigs. So, uh, so you just raise them for slaughter. You don't raise them for yeah. like just other purposes. Like, yeah. So is everything that like you guys eat those and everything? Do you guys sell yeah. it at all or? Um no, we just give out to like friends of the family and stuff. Oh, so it's like a family type thing. Yeah. So you don't really um like sell to any companies or any type of business. No, and good... most will sell the eggs when we're overstocked. But we try to give them away whenever possible. Are you um like pro like growing your own food and eating it yourself? Oh yeah, it's definitely a better feeling. I mean, for me, I, it sucks. I gotta go to the grocery store to get my foods and stuff because I can't raise pigs in ocean pines. But you know, it's it's interesting because like I've heard a lot of people like if they hunt and they kill their own meat and they bring it home, like there's a sense of pride first of all for it. I mean, it is kind of probably sad that you have to kill whatever. You know, that's why you probably don't get attached to them all, but. The yeah. whole idea, like, growing your own food, then literally eating it, and then doing all that yourself is just amazing. Oh, yeah. I stopped naming the pigs after a while, because then, like, it's like, why name them when they're just going to be meat? Exactly. Do you? St- but you still kind of, like, treat them right, right? Like, oh, you yeah. Don't, like, do, like, a whole, like... Because I know, like, they have so much... I have so many problems with just the, f- the Food and Drug Administration, first of all, just because how... You see how much processed stuff's out there now? Oh, yeah. That's like, ridiculous, dude. Like, if you look into, like, the videos on how those factories are, it's just, like, they kill them in, like, their own shit, and it's, like, like, they clean them afterwards and all that stuff, but it's still not even that sanitary. There's even ideas of, like, doing, like, the the processed stuff, like, uh, McDonald's had, like, a conspiracy about what they were doing, is they had an animal that had no legs, no nothing, and it just had a tube in its mouth, and its head was the size of a golf ball. And it was, or not golf ball, softball. And it was supposed to be a cow. But it was a literally a, like, created animal to do this, like, genetically modifying. And they would just raise it for slaughter. And that's all it would be there. Just have a tube in its mouth the whole time. Never move, never have any emotion. They just fatten it up, kill it. Fatten it up, kill it. That's that, disgusting, dude. That just sounds horrible. And you think, if they put that in, like, McDonald's stuff, or they put that in any other meat out there, and they're selling it to the public, they're getting doped up. Like, I, that's why I just don't trust, because I, I believe, like... If you walk around today, I mean, like, there are good things in this world, but there's just, like, a, it's so much of everyone just not caring about each other, and it's kind of a little sad to take the time to realize, like, how important people are, whether it's your job or, you know, just working at a seafood place, too. Like, you got to experience the public, maybe not you so much just because you're in the kitchen you don't have to worry about, but, I mean, it's probably got to piss you off sometimes when some person's like, it's not cooked right, it's not cooked right, it's not cooked right. It's like, you're going to eat it anyway. It's like... This is, I can give you a straight up raw fish I pull out of the water. It's going to be a thousand times healthier than anything you're eating that's supposed to be bought like from McDonald's or something. I just don't like it because I'm like, if you think I had McDonald's all the time when I was a kid, it's like what parents do when they're like, you know, like on the road or something and it's right there. It's cheap. And they buy the kid, buy the kid this and the kid ends up passing out or sleeping right after he eats the meal, like brings him to sleep. I'm like, is it because they're just getting so much sugar and all this processed crap inside of them that their body's like, we can't handle this? Yeah, but McDonald's is cheap. Like, it's a lot. It's like easy to afford. Yeah, like I don't come from I don't come from money at all. I, I you know I work my ass off to get what I have, and it's like for people that like a like a mom with three ch- children trying to feed them. She works two jobs, doesn't have time to cook. Like that's the easiest thing for her to get. I just like when it comes to five bucks for a salad and then it's like a dollar for a cheeseburger. And it's like, how soon until we're just fine with someone painting a piece of shit and then giving it to us as a meal or putting it in a Happy Meal? 
I'll probably still buy that Happy Meal though, because I'm always going after the toy. Yeah, the toys just like even nowadays the old McDonald's toys are like really valuable. Some of them. Oh, dude, I got so much of the old like Neopets and stuff still, and that stuff's going like hundreds and hundreds of dollars out out there. I'm like, whoa. But you have a, such a bond with them because when you're a little kid and you, it's the whole thing, like, it's why you shouldn't name your animals when you're, when you're killing them for slaughter because, like, you get bonded to something, especially you start creating a relationship. It just changes the whole dynamic of how you look at it. And, like, what interests you, man? Seriously, like, I, what interests me is podcasts, and I like hearing people's stories. I want to hear the story of Brandon Ulrich or Ulrich, whatever the pronunciation that we don't know. Which I, I feel like it's Ulrich. We'll go with that for now. <laughs> Ulrich, okay. Um, well, I'm still just trying to figure out what I'm trying to do. My dad's trying to get me into, like, like a locksmithing course. My mom's trying to get me to join, like, the sheriff's department. But, like, it's just a lot of hard decisions for me to make, at least. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, though, that's what your parents want you to do. But what do you want to do? Like, I know you say you haven't really figured it out yet, but, like, what interests you? I know, like, from what I know of you just playing, like, computers, you're skilled with electronics and... You know, you got, which is weird coming from a farming background, but like, do you find yourself caring a lot about animals and finding something more to do with that? Or do you find yourself more like, I don't know, just what interests you? Well, because I went to school for general education, but I don't know what I want to do. I really don't. And honestly, I think this is it, just podcasting, because I like hearing people's stories. You know me from school being a talker. I'm like, so that's perfect. Yeah, this is a perfect job for you. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to find out because like, even though we did like hang out and like do that stuff in school, but it's like I didn't really get to know you as well as I wish I should have. And I want to know like, do you, are you interested in buying engineering types of like things like that? You have interest in that, like seeing what you can create in a lab or something? Uh, not really engineering or any of that stuff. I have found myself like to be more tech savvy. My dad always needed help with like his computers and stuff because he works for real estate and does all that stuff. Um, farming that that I pretty much enjoyed, just taking care of animals, like for like a healthy um, send out food. Do you like? Do you think that you have a more of a passion for helping out the public? Um, I would say probably yeah. Because I see like you drop a lot of your stuff and you go out and help someone especially like out of your way just to be able to help someone first before you help yourself and that's a big thing to do. Do I really? Yeah. Huh. I definitely think you do dude. I mean especially like if something comes up you're more than willing to put your plans on hold and help out somebody and if you think just because you might not look at it like I don't understand what you know what what, what I'm saying by that but I'm like You've helped me out multiple times. You've helped out multiple people in class. Like, I've seen you do it. Like, if Larry was trying to look up some movie on the internet or something, you would, bam, type it in real fast for him and then go back to your movie. And then if someone had a question, you would take your earbuds out, pause your stuff. I'd just sit there and be like, I didn't hear him. i just keep on playing, you know what I mean? And it's like, you you never, to me, were a bad guy, but I never knew you as well as I should have. I just, you were very, very quiet, and you kind of walked past and did your own thing. Which I understood. You probably had your own group of friends. Like, half of the kids that um, I met, like, you know, some of the kids that used to run Naruto down the hallway, that kind of thing. That was like, I, I, I saw people make fun of that. And I was like, no, they had it figured out. Like, they didn't care what other people thought. They were out there having fun with their own imagination. And it's like, when you look at school, 
everyone's so interested in looking and judging other people. And it's much like how the world becomes today. It's like prep for the world. It's the only thing that they teach you in school that actually goes out into the real world. Like people judge all the time. It's everyone's constantly judging looks, appearances and stuff like that. And especially someone's attitude and personality. And I saw those kids and people make fun of those kids. And it's like, I look at them now, like I should have did that back in the day too, ran like that. I should have did whatever I wanted to do and had fun. But I felt like I had to just keep my head down and try and get my way out of school. Cause I mean, for most people, school is hell. It's it's like seven hours of hell. You don't want to be there any longer. You're being forced to go somewhere and learn. Even though it is beneficial, like, the whole idea where college has it right is they give you the option. Like, you're paying for your education, man. Like, you don't have to stay here if you don't want to stay here. If you have to take a shit, go take a shit. And I need to raise your hand and let me know you need to go to the bathroom. Like, just go. Yeah, they're just treating you like grown-ups now at this point instead of kids. Yeah, I like that, though. Don't you like that? Don't you like being talked to like a human instead of being like you're just some child that doesn't know any better? Yeah, it's just with the college and all. It's like a lot of debt you're talking about, too. Oh, for real? Yeah. And it's like, like I said, I don't come from money or anything like that. But, you know, I I got lucky with financial aid. That was like one thing that actually benefited me to go to school. And now I'm trying to further my education. And I've saved up enough to where I can actually benefit myself and go towards it, too. And if that's what you feel like you have to do or feel like you want to do, then you should definitely pursue it. But, like, when you're telling me, you know, your mom wants you to get into the sheriff's department and your dad wants you to get into locksmithing and do all this stuff, that's stuff that's worked for them to get them where they go. It is cool to get a stable job, obviously, a good career. But what what interests you, man? Is that Wonder Woman socks you're wearing right now? Oh, French fries. Aqua Team Hunger Force? I wish. And then the other one's Milk. That is a crazy combination. <laughs> Milk and french fries, dude. So, I had one of each sock, and I lost one of each sock, so... Where did they go? Now they're a pair. Where did they go? I've, I can, could not find them. There's a fucking monster that goes <laughs> through my laundry when I'm drying them. He doesn't do it when it's in the washer, but when it's, it's time to dry, I don't see the same <laughs> sock come out. But, like, seriously, man, I want to get down to the question. What, what, what like, super interests you? Just give me some topics. So, I'm trying to give you some topics, but, like, it's, I've always been, like, a decisive, really decisive, decisive on stuff. Like, I can never really figure out, like, what interests me, if that makes sense. I mean, it does. I think you, you're kind of fit for all different things. Is, is there anything, like, on your mind about, like, the world that's going on that you kind of are, like, a little bit fond of? You share a lot of memes on Facebook. So you have you have a sense of humor to you, so I'm trying to figure out like what's the best what's the best like topic to get on for you. Maybe I should go with the comedian. Do you want to be a comedian? Not really, dude. You could. I'd, I'd have real bad stage fright. Are you <laughs> Are you really still nervous in public? Uh yeah. I got rid of that when I was like, these are just fucking people. Like I don't know. I used to be so bad, like afraid. Like I was always a class clown, able to joke around in the back and crack jokes. I like making people laugh, but like getting up on stage, hell to the no. Just because I couldn't do it, like. But then I started being like, wait a minute, why am I being nervous? Like none of these people are gonna, like I'm not gonna see them after it's over, and I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna have like conversations or be in these people's lives after it's over. It's like yeah, if, like all through the since shall. Through middle school and all that, 
like they had me through the chorus class, which I never wanted to be into anyway. And I would never, I would always fail chorus just because I refused to go up on stage and all that. It's, I mean, that's, see, that's like they're trying to break you out of it. But I feel like you have to let something come to itself. You know what I mean? Like if someone's born to be on stage, they're going to want to chase after that. Like if you have a dream or you have anything you've always kind of wanted to pursue, but you, you're like, ah, it's a pipe dream. Like be an astronaut or something. It's like, shit, that's probably what you want to end up doing in the long run anyway. I'm pretty sure the dude, you want to do something that makes you happy. You know what I mean? If you get a job or a career, say you be a sheriff, do you see yourself as being a cop? Um, I've thought about it before. I mean, like, you have to get the hair for I it. went through the ROTC. That was pretty chill. Um, it was naval, though. I'm not looking to go into the Navy. Uh, if I went into the Army, that's a possibility I've been thinking of. Um, I've never been into, like, airplanes, so... But then Air Force does all that stuff. I mean, it's I... It's just a lot of decisions. <laughs> you remember, uh, Drew Lido? Uh, yeah. I had him on my podcast. And, Didn't he you know, become a Marine? Yeah, he's an Army mortar man. Yeah. And I'm like, what the f-? Like, he was the person I never... I mean, I knew he did ROTC and stuff, but the whole Eminem, like, dressing up... He was literally known as, like, the real Slim Shady in our school because he would just blast Eminem rap and do all this stuff. Like, I, I told him, I was like, I commend him for that because he had such an aspiration to go out there and pursue something that everyone would just make fun of him for. I'm like, no, don't. Like, he had it figured out before everyone. Don't give a shit what other people think of you. And I'm like, he, he, I did not see him turn out to be a mortar man out of all things. And he's just, I mean, still still the exact same as I remember. I'm like, Rick and Morty tattoos on the <laughs> leg and stuff. And it was cool talking to him. And, like, seeing, like, I, I never liked the ROTC program. And I don't think I would, I would probably be an okay cop. But I'm not very good with authority when it comes to being structured around something. Like, if you're telling me what to do, like, you know, drill time or whatever the hell it is, like having these certain things you have to do, you have to dress a certain way, you can't, you know, I can't do that. And once I start getting to that, I will literally, like, if my shirt's supposed to be tucked into my pants, I will physically pull it out just because. Yeah, I remember that one time in school, I think it was Mr. Ryan's class, that we had that army recruiter come in, and he was just saying, like, you were just going to flip burgers at McDonald's. Like, when you grow older, he was, yeah. like, putting you down. And then I got the first college degree in my family, so, <laughs> yeah, to that guy. But, yeah, I actually do remember that, and that's actually really messed up. How could you tell a kid that you're just going to flip burgers or something at a... And especially when you're coming trying to get him to join the Army. It's like, wait, if my only other option is flipping burgers, does that mean I have to join the Army? <laughs> I'll flip burgers in the Army. I guess maybe it was, like, a scare tactic or something. Just to like push you into like this is the best choice for you. See, I like that they have people like able to influence other people and like either what well, they he thought he was gonna do it in like a scare tactic to get me into the military and I'm like, dude, if you know me, that's just gonna fuel me to go chase after something else. That might have been his tactic. I can't look at him like a total asshole. But <laughs> Maybe I, it did push you to do this podcast and all the other stuff. I think this pushed me. I think what pushed me to do a podcast was like, I fucking talk. And then I also, I just randomly started finding people really, really interesting. Mostly like, I feel like a lot of people, like everybody sucks, sadly. I suck, you know, you suck, no offense. But it's, I think we have a passion and we have a ability to become great. You know what I mean? We have an ability to not suck. And I think a lot of us choose on the daily basis the easiest option 
which happens to be the suckiest option, the one that it gets you through the day. I don't like the idea of saying, I got through the day. I like to say, I had my day, like I had a wonderful day. Today, I didn't do anything but sleep the whole day, like after days of not sleeping, just a whole day of sleep. There's no better feeling than that, but then there's no sense of laziness behind it, where you're just like, I literally did nothing all day today. It might have been awesome, but at the same time, it's like, you, there is an expiration date on all of us. You know what I mean? It's like, we're not around forever, sadly. Um, and I feel like you should do it with as much as you can with the time that you have. But at the same time, don't be doing what other people want you to do. Like, obviously, don't be an asshole and be like, I'm going to run red lights and do all this. No. But, like, if you have something you want to take a step towards and go after, you should definitely pursue it. Because, I mean, it's your life. No one's going to be able to really take the keys to your car and drive it. You're the only one that can do that. And the fact that, like, I, started, I, I've noticed and, like, overlooked people in my life that have a, an amazing story or have, like, an amazing experience about life and what they've accomplished so far... Even though you might not think it's something important, it is. I mean, you've experienced a whole new life. You literally raise cattle and kill it and eat it. Like, I've never I've never done that. I had a tomato plant. It died. <laughs> like, that's the end of the story. I just, I couldn't get that. And, like, you're, you're talking to me. Like, so how difficult is it? Like, what time do you wake up in the morning? Um, as early as about 7. But, like, with how work's been going, like, I work six days this week, so I usually get, like, my brother or my dad at this point to, like, help me out with, like, some of the stuff. Do you kind of take care of most of the work? Uh, like, yeah. Out of everyone in your family, you kind of do the most? Yeah. What about your dad? My dad, he's a second one that's, like, he's, like, equal with me. Like, we, me, it's me and him that do all the work. He kind of brought the, you more into it, like, took one of the, uh, out of your brothers and sisters, you just kind of took one of you. And, yeah, I was, like, the one that found more interest in it. Than the others. It's just to play with dirt. That's why. You like the down and dirty. <laughs> I, I mean, so like, take like when you wake up, take me through what you would do on the farm. All right, I wake up, get my coffee. Like that's a, I need my coffee. Yeah, yeah. that's um, gotta happen. Um, first I'll check the chicken eggs, make sure they got food and water. Um, let them graze out for a bit, like just open the cages, let them eat grass. We'll usually sometimes leave them out for the whole day just so. Eat grass and stuff because it helps with the eggs. Um, go down to the pigs. They said it helps with the eggs. Oh yeah. What do you mean? It's just like, like we're not hundred percent, but I just feel like it's like healthier for like the chicken instead of like eating all the pellets and corn. Just like better for. Yeah, like overall. maybe like some kind of hair growth and stuff too, like having better feathers. Yeah. Like if a dog eats grass, it's okay for him to eat a certain little bit of grass, but he eats too much, he gets sick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, then um, go down to the pigs, feed them, like, whatever leftover foods we have first, and then from the corn pellet uh, mix we have. Um, we have a garden right next to the pigs that used to be an old pen that we just started planting stuff in. So just turn the hose on for that and turn the hose on for the other garden. Do they actually play in mud? Like, that's not a myth. Uh, yeah, especially when it rains. Like, they'll just go roll over and just get all up in that dirt. Like, a dog does that, too, when he finds, like, feces on the ground, which is really, really weird. I'm like, why are you rolling his shit? 
But I, that's just that's it's interesting because I see like TV shows and movies that do like pigs playing around in mud, and I always thought that was like a thing because I I whenever I saw them at a farm or something, they just kind of stood there and really just kind of like sat there in the mud or something. Never actually played in it, rolled around and stuff. That's kind of cool to know. Yeah, they have like a whole. I think they have maybe an not an acre, but half an acre. They have a big pen to play in, so yeah. they got all this stuff to do. Even a little shelter in there when it gets like bad weather. That's good. Do you um? Do you know pigs are crazy because they can eat like anything. Yeah. Like you ever want to? You ever want to hide a body? Just hit, hit me up. Yo, that's <laughs> nuts, dude. But because seriously though, like that's it, they eat everything but the teeth, right? Or they eat that too. You probably have to cut that from the podcast so no one knows. <laughs> dude, like I, it's like every uh, crime show I've ever watched, like. If it happens on a farm, the first thing is, like, there's probably no evidence because uh, the pigs probably ate it. I'm like, whoa, 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 that's an actual thing? I mean, wouldn't you just think it would be better to, like, go out into open water territory? <laughs> Hashtag uh, killing podcast. No, but it's, I mean, that's cool. What You said you used to have cows. What was like that having cows? Uh, They would always jump the fence and run into the cornfields and just start eating. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it. The cow jumped over the moon. I didn't know it jumped over the fence. Yeah, so like they found the weak points in the fence and would use that to, like, I'm not even sure. How, even the goat, wait, I have a story about the goats. The goats would jump on top of each other just so one could get out. Whoa! Yeah, like, 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 a, like, a, like a Jenga tower? They would stack up on top of each other and then hop Yeah, over. the cows don't do that, just the goats. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Dude, what was that like having goats? That's like the one... There's a goat farm in Bishopville. I keep passing it. Little baby goats. Like, kind of close by Harris Teeter. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think so. I want to tape one so bad. I just want to drive up, open up the trunk, just hop, throw one in. <laughs> you have to catch it first. Leave them up. Are they really fast? Uh, yeah. yeah uh, pigs are, too. Like, I mean, actually, you can probably outrun a pig if it's kind of fat enough. But... Outrun a pig? Yeah. Have you seen how fast I can run? I've never seen how fast you can run. I mean, you've seen Bolt. <laughs> no, I, I never thought a pig to be fast. I think you look at it, it's big, so you're like, it's probably slow. Especially the piglets. They can get pretty good speeds. Do you ever I have, mean, you, yeah. can, you can pretty much outrun them as long as you, like, keep speed and, like, cut them off or something. Do you play any farm games? Like, not like, I mean... Not, Farming simulator? No, not that stupid game. <laughs> and it's $80 on Xbox. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that game's just retarded. Like, I can't... You don't you don't own it, do you? No, no. Anybody that never. owns an actual farm and starts playing Farming Simulator, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> farming is your life? No, I meant, like, farming games, like cow tipping. That's Is that a thing? Because I heard cows can't be tipped. Oh, we've never actually tried to tip our cows. Uh, we uh, There was a time when my cousins and brothers tried to ride the pig. But yeah, there's a time when your cousins and brother tried to ride a pig. Yep. Are they big enough for that? Uh, the pig. The ones I'm thinking of are like the the probably the size of the coffee table. Oh, this was like one of the biggest biggest pigs we have, maybe weighing at like three hundred. How big do they like, get? As big as you want them to get. You feed them a lot, and they can keep just fattening up. Do you get bacon from these pigs too? Uh, yes, but that's like. A little harder to get out. How much meat do you averagely pull from, like, an average pig that you guys kill? A lot. Uh, we got the four legs. My dad will sometimes save, like, the feet and ears. Because um, you can pickle those. Just pickle. a lot of... I, I don't know the exact pickle amounts, feet, but we fill up our freezers. 
when we kill just one pig? Do you have food for a while? Like, it's the last... Oh, yeah, the last whole winter, even, like, maybe another year past that. So you guys don't ever need to buy meat at the store, you just slaughter it yourself? Oh, we do get meat at the store, but, um, when, like, we kill a pig, we won't get, like, meat for a while. Do you guys do that there yourself, too? Like, kill yeah. it? Yeah. Right yeah, back, yeah. we, um, hang them upside down, blow oh. tor- blow, yeah, make sure the throat's cut so the blood drains out. Uh, torch the hair off and squirt them off real good and then put them on the table and cut them up. It doesn't smell? Uh, not really. Not com- used to it? Yeah. I mean, I've always had like a weird sense of smell. Like I can take like horrid smells more. I can too. And it's really, really weird is like I don't mind the smell of manure. I don't mind that smell. Like, smells good. Like, not like I want to go take a shower in it, but like <laughs> It's not bad. Like, you know, a lot of people, like, hold their nose. Oh, my God, I can't handle it. Like, roll the windows up. I can't. No, it's like, if you have the AC on, it's still coming through the car. Like, it's not invincible. But it's like, it's the whole aspect. It's like, it's people going out and getting shit done. What do you mean? It's like, that's the smell of progress right there. Lady, our society's going. It's like, probably the worst smell I could think of would be deer guts. Whenever my dad or uncle will get a deer. Do you go hunting with them at all? Oh, no. I've never gone to hunting. You just, like, I just don't have the patience for... Just sitting around sit, and yeah. quiet for too long. I have ADHD, well, so that was always difficult for me. I like to sit in quiet for, like... like I like I like fishing, but um, I don't like hunting. What So, is that, like, your, probably your favorite thing? Would you say either, like, farming or would you do fishing? Probably... Well, like, fishing out on the boat or, like, just off the, on the... Which one do you prefer? Like fishing off a dock or fishing well, off a boat? Well, most times I've been off the boat, um, I've usually thrown up. So, I would like have to go. Sick? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've never experienced that only because I did jet skis for so long. So, <laughs> I've been used to being on the water for like hours and hours. I'm on used there. to being on land, so. <laughs> like, because like, you're saying you slaughter your own like animals and stuff and you do it at your house. That I mean, do you, you guys have a butcher shack for that? Oh, um, no. You just do it right out back? Yeah, we just have, like, this big old picnic table around back, and then we'll pull out the other pull-out tables, and then um, bring them inside, vacuum seal what needs to be done, and wrap up all that. Is the process easier raising it than killing it? Um. Like, have you ever physically killed an animal? Uh, yeah, a few times. Like, I, I try to stay away. Like, usually I'll let my brothers or cousin or dad. There was one time I shot one of our pigs... I remember, like, the first time I went, like, trying hunting, I killed a squirrel. Well, that's about the most I'll do. I think I killed a hermit crab on accident. Actually, I probably killed a lot of hermit crabs. <laughs> they escape, and I don't know what happens after that, so I just kind of find them randomly under, like, a rug or something, like, a month later. I'm like, oh, there he is. But, like, explain to me your first time actually, like, slaughtering an animal, like, for meat. Like, not shooting it, but, like, taking a knife to it. Um, well, like... First, it started with, like, way younger. Like, it started with, like, deer, as my dad or uncle got. They'd call me down, like, so they can gut it. I can watch the process, and they had me drag it back up. Because apparently I'm young and strong. Um, Do you think they were trying to influence you, like, trying to get you, like, in like in it? Like, hey, this is what we do. You kind of have to try it. I don't think they are like, pushing me into it. Like, I just never cared for hunting. Like, I just watch them do it, and I'll help them when it comes to cleaning it mm-hmm. and all that stuff. What happens when, when about killing a pig? Like, how does that process go? 
Oh, well, yeah, it's better to have, like, multiple people ready, just in case. But, um, you, like, put a little feed down, get them, like, close, uh, have the person cock, uh, shoot them right in the head, and then the next person come up and slit the throat real quick, so it's, like, a pretty easy mercy kill. Yeah. As mercy as possible. And then, um, the pig will be twitching for, like, ten-ish minutes, so, like, we'll give it, like, maybe that time to, like, just settle down so, like, it doesn't, like, try to kick you. Uh, tie it up to a rope, put it on the lawnmower if it's too fat to carry, and just drag it over to the area where we, um, butcher it. So you guys, you shoot all the animals first before you kill them, because the way I was thinking of it was, like, chickens where they just grab them by the neck, stick them on the thing, and then chop their head off. Oh, uh, that's pretty easy, though. What? what? <laughs> Killing chickens compared to pigs. Well, I would think just because they're smaller, but like, is that is that what you do with chickens? You take them and just chop their head off? I've seen my dad do it once before, but we don't really do that. It's mostly just for chickens or for eggs. Chickens are for eggs? Yeah. So the only animals you really slaughter are pigs? Yeah. The only time we slaughtered the chickens was when it was the roosters, because we, 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 we just couldn't do their in-the-morning shit anymore. In-the-morning shit, you mean like just... <laughs> Roostering it. Roostering. <laughs> Good God, man. Kill something. Look, I got an alarm clock, and this is not the time to get up. <laughs> You're dead. Roosters are, are freaking vicious, though, man. Have you yeah. seen those things? Like, you get yeah. near them or anything, they, they will freaking kill your ass. I had a friend that, like, had a pet chicken. I forget what, I think his name was Lucky or something. Just because he, like, fell off a truck and lived. So she pretty much kept him as a pet. And he was, like, nice and all. You could pet him and everything. That's really weird. If you go to a farm where they actually have a pet that's named, I guess the main one, like, this is Bessie. Her name's Bessie. There's a story behind it, and that's the reason why she got the name. Like, usually it's, like, some type of crazy thing that happened, or if it's their first animal of that farm, like the like the one cow for milking or something. Like, this is my first cow. Her name's Bessie. She's known, like, to be the most productive of the bunch. Like, it always goes in that and gets in the title, which I think is awesome because, like, I mean... For me, the basics of that was just, like, I owned a fish tank, and then I named one of them out of all the other ones I had a sense of favoritism for. And uh, it, it's just different, because, like, you look at a chicken, like, that. the pecking order is a real thing. Like, that's an actual thing. Do you know anything about that? What's the pecking order? Like, uh, where, I think it's, like, where something, something below it, like, the pecking order, like, there's a legit pecking order. Who gets food first, I would say? Like, there's one of the chickens that goes up first before the other ones, and then it kind of gets everything, and then the other one's kind of falling behind it. Hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of that. You've never experienced that? No. Because I know there's a thing they do with molting with their feathers. Yeah. And also, if they have an egg, and they sit on their egg for super long, and nothing happens with it, like, it's just dead egg, which happens. But um, they just sit, like, they, they still kind of, like, start pecking their own feathers out. Because they'll go batshit crazy because they think this egg is going to turn into something and it's not. The egg's dead. Because, I mean, it's like a birth. Like, sometimes there's stuff that happens that doesn't come out. Like, it, the, the baby's not born. Yeah. So the chicken, they have you ever experienced that? Like, your chicken's losing eggs? Like, if you're trying to actually breed more chickens, so you're like, all right, we're going to let these eggs sit um, and hatch. So actually how we did that, when we had the rooster, we would take the eggs out and put them in a separate incubator. And, like, just watch them hatch and stuff and then have, like, a whole separate thing for that. Because, like, when they're raising chickens like that and they sit on these eggs and they don't hatch, 
they just they they go crazy. Like they start to have like a mother snap. Like it's it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And then eventually it doesn't happen. And they start thinking something's wrong with them or something on that like weird level. You think of chickens as not intelligent? They are very intelligent. Surprisingly, like they they stick to a routine. I think, and then like a lot of things that they have not experienced, like much like we have, they're not easier to adapt to those things. But like they're little baby dinosaurs, dude. Have you ever have you ever tried to hypnotize a chicken? No. Uh, I uh, I had a friend tell me about it, and I had to look it up. So pretty much, you just grab the chicken like by the neck, put it like face down to like the dirt, and you just take your finger, put a line in front of it, and just draw a straight line. Dude, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, man, I know exactly what. So you're like, talking I, about. I tested it out, and it's an actual thing. They'll, what? They'll, like the chicken only stayed like that for like about twenty something seconds, but then um, it got right back up. Apparently, it can last, like, as long as 15 minutes. So, like, it just goes under, like, a, like a sedative thing. It just yeah, it's like some with instincts with uh, bird-type animals. Now, are, bird, are chickens birds or are they reptiles? I think they're birds. I heard they were reptiles. Maybe they are, or were, in past ages. Do you think they're prehistoric dinosaurs? Yes. They are the dodo birds, but de-evolved. Explain that. What do you mean dodo birds that are de-evolved? Or, I mean, like, evolved to, like, what they are now. You, you, I thought the dodo birds went extinct. Yeah. So how are they evolved from the dodo birds? I just feel like they're pretty similar, but, I mean, like, just very dumb. Di- very, yeah. Because just... dodo birds are literally like that. The dodo <laughs> birds were, like, the, one of the dumbest animals. That's why they say they're not around anymore, because yeah. they kept getting themselves killed. You ever played Ark Survival Evolved? Yeah. Yeah, those dodo birds. They're just... level one. You just stomp on them right <laughs> out of the way. It's crazy because, like, you look at um, the movie Ice Age and all this, like, types of movie. Those dodo birds were getting killed left and right with, like, geysers and stuff like that. I think it's cool that we took animals and actually started being able to produce them in society, like, at least for food. First of all, who was the person that was like, I'm going to eat this chicken? Yeah, or I'm going to eat this egg. Or drink from a cow's tit? <laughs> like, who's the guy that ventured into that the very first time? I bet you could look it up and it would show you someone, like, way back then. Probably some dude with a crazy wonky eye or something. But like I think for like cows, we're probably like even way further back. Like I don't know who invented it, but what do you think was the first animal we ever ate? Um, if you go back to Adam and Eve, I think it's a pig. Adam and Eve, you're going that far back? Yeah, if you go into like biblical stuff. I don't know. Eve strike me as a vegetarian, didn't well, she? Well, she ate the she, apple. She but ate an apple. Yeah, she's vegetarian. The way it says, like, um, I think it goes, uh. They reach over to the pig and just pulled out a piece of meat of the pig. And it was like, the pig was like cool with it. And it just like healed itself back up or something. Yeah, bro, that's my heart. You could take that. <laughs> I got like six more of those things. Is it, now, do pigs have multiple stomachs? I. Or is it just one supremely large stomach? Because it seems like they just eat and just never stop. Pretty sure it's just one stomach. Because like, I don't know how their metabolism works, but I think it's, um. It's not quick. Yeah. But they got a lot of stomach room, I'll tell you that. They eat anything, like cans, they'll do all that stuff. Yeah, I don't understand keep, yeah you have to watch what you feed them. Because, like, we'll feed them moldy bread, they'll eat it. We feed them all of our leftovers, chicken egg shells. That doesn't get them sick? Nope. Is it just because they can eat whatever? Yep. It's like a human garbage disposal? But it's like, a, animal it's like if you feed moldy bread to goats or something, like, that can make them sick. But Now, when it comes to, like... Farm animals. Why do? Why are those animals farm animals? Um, that's just the way it's been. Like whoever invented, like, 
hey, this animal's going to be a produce, and this one's going to be a produce. But why is the whole idea, like, we don't have other animals, like horses and other things, to be farm animals? Um, they all have different duties. Like, a horse is seen to help pull stuff and do this because it's strong. I think in some places, you can eat horse. I mean, they used to use horses for, like, glue factories. And Hot Pockets, too. Hot Pockets? Hot Pocket had a huge scandal of, like, 500,000-something cases. I kind of want to try that. What, a horse Hot Pocket? Yeah. What would you call that, horse Hot Pocket? Horse Pocket? Yes! I love it. It's got a little tail sticking out of the end of it, and when you <laughs> microwave it, it makes, like, a neighing noise. I, I just, like, when I'm looking at, like, farm animals, I'm like, I think the whole reason that we slaughter cows and stuff is because they don't have eyebrows. I never noticed that. I never really looked at a cow. Cows do not have eyebrows. And I'm like, we look at chickens, I'm like, is it just because it's so small we can easily kill it and that's why? You ever try feeding a baby cow? No. It, it's, you have to like, t- like, first you have to start with like the bottle, like feeding like just regular, um, like a milk, it's like a powdered milk combined with water type stuff. And then start, we, once they start getting their teeth in, you have to like hand feed them the food. Do they bite your hand? Like, they don't really bite it, but, like, they'll just put their tongue everywhere on your hand while you're... And it's just... It feels, like, weird. There's going to be some people out there that's going to be like, I'm going to buy myself a baby cow so I don't have to use a cantaloupe anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And See, like, I've been on a farm a couple of times, like, just camping and stuff. And, you know, I was always really into camping and having fun like that. Like, doing nothing nice like having a nice little fire out in the yard and just being able to sit and watch the flames crackle. I mean, that stuff's just amazing. Yeah, we got a bonfire, too, for when it gets times like that. I mean, I, like a night like this, dude, just being able to sit out, and like, the only bad part is smelling like smoke when you get inside the house and then having to take a shower or something. I actually like that smell. Like, I like it staying on my clothes. I do, too, but I can't walk around in public like that, because too many people are like, Jesus! <laughs> like, sorry, I mean, would you prefer I smelled like shit? I mean, be 100%. <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, the reason a good part of a podcast is, like, when conversations happen, you have these conversations you guys don't even totally remember, but... There were such like formative moments, like sitting at a bonfire at two o'clock in the morning, and you're with your best friend, and you're just sitting there talking, like shooting over stupid stuff. Like you guys create a moment and something that you might not remember what's said, but when you leave, it's like you remember that person, and you had that experience with that person for the rest of your life. You're gonna remember that. Like, yeah, you feel like more connected with them. Yeah, just to find out like more about them and stuff. I think if people took more time like I'm trying to do with just getting an hour is being able to talk to someone doesn't matter who it is you just hear their story hear their thoughts in the world like you're probably not 100% right with what's going on in the world today is there anything that you think is like a major problem that we need to work on um probably just climate change and student debt are you a big person on environmental stuff uh yeah always like the um biology classes to like learn about like all the different um nature stuff and all that are you interested in what's going on in nature right now or are you interested in all the crazy discoveries we keep finding i don't know about any discoveries but what do you like, mean you don't know about any discoveries like what do you mean by discoveries right bigfoot now? is he actually real yeah no i remember reading a story the other week about something with a hair or something about him but i just I feel like that's still fake. You don't believe in Bigfoot? No. I don't either, but I hope he's out there. I really do. Yeah, but then, for all we know, he's like a bear and will just maul you to death. Well, they say some, um, what is it? Galeop... 
Pithecus or some type of uh, hominid that's like, you know how there's um, Homo sapiens? Yeah. Or there's like a Homo pithecus or something like that. It's like an off-branch. They think it was a whole species of monkey or something. I'm like, that makes sense. But the fact that like, the reason why they're called cryptids is because they haven't been discovered yet. There's two point, I think it's 2.2 million on land that haven't been discovered yet. And there's... 6.8 in the sea. Yeah, there's plenty in the sea like that we definitely don't know about. It's because we don't have technology to go down there that far. So not I'm like, yet. to call anything make-believe or fake, I'm like, or it has not been discovered yet. Like the Kraken, that used to be a cryptid. Now the exact form of the Kraken, like the one in stories, the one that rip apart ships. Yeah. There's a different aspect to it. It's like kind of where religion took, like you heard Moses' story. I don't know if you're religious at all. I'm not, and I'm open to all aspects of interpretation, obviously, but Moses, like, they, he said it talked about a burning bush or something like that. Well, that's, that's a cicacia tree. It's like a, a heavy, like, psychedelic tree, and that's what they believed it was burning, whereas the burning bush was that psychedelic tree. And, um, which got, like, it brings, like, a, you, you get so high, you think supernatural stuff and, like, up, above stuff is happening, like, God work. It's like everyone who wrote the Bible was just high. Well, I mean, it was wrote by man. I just think it was like storytelling. You know what I mean? Like how we have folklore. Like, do you believe that there's a God, Poseidon, that controls the seas and the waves? I like Um, to think that there is. I would like to think, but um, I don't think like those type of gods are real. I'm still not even 100% sure about like any God. But like, I've read, like, I went to church and all that and salt, was read all the stories and stuff, but... It's just, like, hard to, like, process of, like, what's real, what's not. Yeah, well, I think, like, like some people that say, like, they lost their religion and they figured out it was fake. I was like, I don't think it's fake. I mean, I'm not against anybody that has a belief in anything. I just, it sometimes it's too far-fetched for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, I'm not, I haven't seen it. You know, the hardest thing about believing something like that and believing so die hard for it without having blind faith is you need to experience it. I won't ever know if it's real until I've experienced it. Do I think there's a giant dude sitting on a white throne or a gold throne out there with a white beard, old man that's created the whole universe and all this stuff? I don't believe it, but that'd be cool if it was true. Now, for me, I just feel like it's probably just like aliens or something that invented us and we're just some off. Do you believe in aliens? Uh, That's just real. Aliens and ghosts are like the two things I believe in. Yes, okay, all right. Ghosts, explain to me this one, because I don't believe in ghosts at all, but I like to hope that they're out there. It's just the whole idea. I, X-Files fucking ruined me on all that shit. All those ghost hunter shows. All those fake ones that just Oh my God, it. an hour and a half of my life would be gone watching one episode of these things. <laughs> I'm like, did they find it? And you skip all the way to the very end. Well, we found all, and they name off like a list of shit that they found. And they're like, but there's no evidence to prove this is the place is actually haunted. I was like, did I just watch? Like, I just wasted so much time at 3 o'clock in the morning. I could have gotten shit done. <laughs> but, like, with aliens, we have so much shit that the government keeps from us, dude. I'm not, everyone's like, oh my god, he's going into conspiracy. No, I have literally done I do a spin-off of this podcast called Fill in the Blank where we focus on topics which you might be more interested in because it gives you an idea it's just your thoughts on 
a certain thing we're talking about. Government programs, dude. So many secret stuff and shady stuff they're doing. The guy that uh, gave light of Area 51, he called it Sector 7. Um, Bob Lazar. Yeah, I think, I, heard, I think I heard that one. His documentary just came out on Netflix. They've been calling him a conspiracy theorist and a fake scientist for 40 years because the FBI got rid of all his documentation and everything that said he had an education because he gave light that UFO has flying saucers. The Nazis made flying saucers. All this stuff. Like, do you know anything about our space program at all? Um, NASA, you mean? Yeah. Not too much. You know the space shuttle? Which one? The one that's the main one that you think of when you think of NASA. The yeah. ones on the t-shirts and shit. That's a Nazi invention. Space show? That was droned by Nazis. They had that long before we like, even thought of the idea. Oh yeah, weren't Nazis more um, ahead of us in like... Okay, yeah. The... Hitler had weapons for the bubonic plague. And that's the whole reason we decided to go after him anyway. Because we realized he has a sense of... Things that we were way under understaffed for. Like he had shit that was 20 years where we were at at the time. So what happened is after we won and everything and, you know, Russia had involvement, England had involvement, America had involvement, Japan had involvement. That everybody was seem like they were all against Germany because they realized there was this one power that was becoming, it was a small country, but they were taking over almost the whole world, dude. Like yeah. They were becoming like, if they if they were just a little bit bigger, they would have easily just took over everything. We'd be living under the Nazi regime, right? Yeah, now. or just like team up with one other place, they probably could have had us. Yeah, I mean Hitler was more powerful enough to take out Christmas. He changed Christmas. It's called Nazi Christmas. For like I think it was like a year or something. They had a whole year where they didn't celebrate Christmas. They just did Nazi stuff on Christmas. They sell, they, he couldn't take down Santa Claus, but he could take down Christ. And the whole idea was, why are we worshiping the birth of a Jew, even though he's not even born on Christmas? <laughs> but, like, they got so far, but after they got busted, there's this plan called Operation Paperclip. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. No. Um, a lot of people say it's like, it's, you know, like a conspiracy. No, it's not. It's a real government program that actually happened. Um they, we took all the Nazi scientists, lined them up, and literally, like the name of the thing, Operation Paperclip, we took paperclips with files of the person's name and what they were suited for, like what was their you know, research, either was it research into weapons, research into chemical warfare, research into biological warfare, all these types of things, and we split them up between the countries. You know, America got some of the scientists. We happened to get the scientists that did the space program. So we got all those scientists, so we funded them for our space program. Then the Russia got all the, I think it was biological warfare type stuff. And then um, Japan got all the chemical stuff. They split them that way. So there's like 40-something scientists that got split between three countries. And that, those, those scientists all came from Germany? Yes. They're all in the Nazi regime that worked at this <clears throat> research station. So in Operation Paperclip, after that ended, um, America, we won the space race even though we were behind Russia. And the only reason was Warner Von Braun and all these other types of Nazi scientists that helped benefit our space program helped us get there. We faked the space moon landing. That is real. We, we, we didn't actually land on the moon. When we said we did, we did that as a fake stage hoax. Do you believe in that at all? Uh, yeah, I think that probably was faked. 
I think we we definitely have gotten to the moon, like now, especially. Yeah, we've definitely advancements. Yeah, we've definitely gotten there. I just think it happened a little bit later than what we said we did. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, they can't go back and say we actually didn't. We lied this whole time. That'll just make Russia mad or something. Yeah, well, Russia would have been like, man, we fucking won the space race. <laughs> so history's been getting it wrong this time too many times. But it's like you look at that. And it's like, I think we just did, we did the fake moon landing, like the video and everything and all that, just to show them, like, we, we landed, you guys lost the space race. And it was just like an artificial win. Like, here's the medallion we want, okay? We got the gold medal. And then when they got the biological weapons that Russia did, Russia started dealing with stuff with, like, psychic tr- powers and shit. They started going diving all into that realm. And I think that's because they got a whole other research team from Nazi regime that was... The Nazi scientists they got were all into doing psychological type stuff, advancements and those types of treatments. So that's what they did. They they developed that way. We had basically 20 good years of space technology that was more advanced than everybody else until now where everybody's kind of caught up to each other. And then Japan, nobody even knows after it was a planned attack two months after um, World War ended. At Pearl, or not Pearl Harbor, but Hiroshima and Nagasaki, all this stuff, after they gave up and surrendered, two months after they had a planned attack to hit San Diego with chemical bombs filled with 150 million ticks and fleas filled with the bubonic plague. I think I did hear that one before. Japan, Operation Secret Cherry Blossoms at Night. What made them stop? They gave what? up. They gave up? Yeah. The, so oh, like, those two months. That, uh, those two months were planned after they gave up. Yeah. So it was like they didn't. We bombed Hiroshima and they gave up. Yeah, it's more like they had a plan for six months. Like this is what we're gonna do on this day, and then two months before that plan was about to activate, they gave up. You know how lucky that is. But the whole idea is they had all those weapons, and Hitler already had those weapons before. And the idea was Operation Paperclip, where we split up all these freaking scientists. We just picked all the ones that for the space race, which is the only reason why we got into space first. Didn't we use like nuclear bombs on Hiroshima? Yeah, we yeah. used. Um, yeah, I think we did the worst, like even worse than the bubonic plague. Like theirs was terrible, but like um, just sending out like radiation in areas is just even worse. And the Japanese that had the honor code of taking a sword and stabbing themselves as an honorable death rather than letting these bombs face. The only thing our bombs couldn't destroy was that arch that's still there that still stands. Yeah. Like it's so powerful, it's a sense of light for to help them rebuild. But the whole idea is. The problem I have with the government is that we try to be too much of a world power and we try to get too involved in other people's shit. Like I said, where if people could talk to someone for an hour and get the same thoughts, I think if we got the United Nations together, as much as we call ourselves the United Nations, well, it's not. All those people are arguing half the time. Nothing ever gets done. Just a bunch of people yelling at each other and screaming, trying to get a point across. It's not making any sense. I think the best part to fix that would be let... Each individual nation talk to each other for an hour. Figure out which one's going on. So you got, let's say, 50 nations, okay? Let's get all those. One of those guys is to talk to 49 other people for an hour at least. It's going to take a little bit. Come back after two months. After everyone has talked to everyone. Because then they're going to sit there and imagine you just talked to 49 other nations. I just talked to 49 other nations, okay? And I have not, or no, 48, because you'd be my 49th. And to come to the conclusion, so give me like a random thing you'd want to do for your country, bro. We'll call it Alrichia. 
I just want to make sure the people are fed, like we're not going through overpopulation while also trying to make sure the we make sure the earth is going fine for like for our future future um grandchildren. And you're kinda of wondering how that's gonna happen. I would be like, Well, China that deals with a heavy amount of overpopulation has these effective ways of dealing with their overpopulation and I'd give you methods on that and you're like I think China's got this wrong because they go after this and a certain thing and then I would explain what China said on that when I asked them that you know what I mean yeah it's like you have a set questions like everyone gives out like maybe 10 questions from each nation then everyone has a chance to review those and ask those and read about them so when the country does pop up they can ask those fucking questions each conversation between each nation is going to be different. There's going to be goods and bad ones. But you're talking to 48 other countries besides me. So you're getting a whole influence of all these different things. And you're getting everybody's thoughts and perspectives on everything. Next thing you know, bam. You have one meeting at the end. What do we say on this? I guarantee you half of those people are going to be in agreement with each other. And the other half are going to be in agreement with each other too. So there's only going to be like two sides or three sides or something. Yeah. But everybody's going to have their own perspective on each other's shit. Yeah, kind of like Democrats and Republicans. That all they Both do is fucking... Sides. Yeah, but it's like all they do is fucking yell at each other. And it's all about... Yeah, yelling and, and slander is all politics is. That's all it is, is making the other person look bad. How about we stop as a society trying to work on putting people down... Put them back up. Yeah, it's like, instead of, like, going back on, like, what people said, look at what they're trying to do for, like, the better. We all know it's going to be Kanye 2020. <laughs> I heard that. Vote for Kanye. I just think, like, it's turning into a publicity stunt. I forgot what that movie's called. Do you remember that movie where Terry Crews is the president? Oh. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. Where they start feeding the crops Gatorade and shit. Yeah. The whole idea is we're going to start becoming really, really dumb as a society when we stop caring about the nutrition that's going into us, our education, and then also look at who's running it. Everyone's so worried about de decriminalizing, or not decriminalizing, but de like just patronizing the president. Stop talking shit on him, saying he's crazy and outlandish. He's doing that for a reason. It's because it's getting him fucking attention. Yeah, it's not like he's doing anything bad. Like Just like the other week or something... He crossed the South Korea to the North. He got Kim Jong-un to cross the South Korea into South Korea to shake hands. So, like, he's starting to make um, North Korea. You got like, to dip your toes in there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nothing about, you know, just because this person has this, this person has this, and all right, that means I want that, so I'm going to take it from you, or I'm going to get rid of that because we don't have that. Let people do their thing. Just realize what's destructive and what's non-destructive. If... Donald Trump passes a thing because he wants to build up a wall because it's going to keep immigrants out. He has an idea, but it's not an effective way of doing his idea. Forcing people to build up a wall and forcing people to out of our country is not a way to do it. If well, we're going to handle over... what I, I don't know about like forcing people out of the country, but like building the wall... Like illegal, like the people that illegally pass the border every day is starting to get like overwhelming. I mean, that's what, that's what if people come to the border looking for, um, what's it called, a silence, um, what, whatever it's called, um, to, like, get out of, like, the bad country to, like, try yeah, to get somewhere well, safe. They have a shit place that they live in. Yeah. Now, there wouldn't be people trying to get over here so badly if we could go over there and help them. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like, if we... There's other effective ways than just building a giant-ass wall. But then, like, doing that is kind of like how germ... Like, it just makes us more of, like, looking like um, an overpowered country. Like, just going in into other countries like that. I think if... Instead of just going over there and forcing it, I think we should just go over there and be like, Hey, here's some resources. If you choose to accept our help, that's okay. If you don't... Then we'll just leave. It's fine. And also, we don't know, like, what Mexico's doing. Like, they could be doing shady stuff that we don't want a part of. Could be a reason we're not helping them. We don't know, like, the full reasons of all, everything that's going on. Well, it's became, like, a what's seen as, like, a Mad Max scenario where everyone's doing their own shit. Like, everyone's doing drugs or doing these types of things, like, out, out to just profit as much as possible. Yeah, don't most of the drugs come from Mexico, too? Yeah, a lot of, like, the cocaine and stuff. But that whole idea is, it's... There's a need for that everywhere, and I think that drugs have become so popular is because so many people are already doped up as it is that they need another way to dope up to get, I guess, kind of like an alternate reality of what life is now. Like, they need another perception. Yeah, but that can be really bad. Like, one of my friends I just heard the other week OD'd, but um, he's in the hospital now doing okay. That's what he OD'd on. Heroin. That's, see, that's a big thing now in days because it's, it's, it's this weird thing that literally puts your body on overdrive. It, like, there's a, if you look at a person that's 20 years old and it does heroin, but really good shape, like, you're like, damn, that girl's hot. Like, she was the hot girl in high school. Then you go and see her again 50 years later. She, her, like, she could be 50 and she does not look 50. Say she looks a even, thousand. I'd say probably not even that, like, even less than that. 30 maybe, yeah. yeah. Even when she's 30, she'll look 50. She'll just look burnt out because you can only keep your body on that overdrive or that burnout session for so long. And drugs like heroin bring you to the stage of maxed out. It brings you to your body to a peak red level where like we're running on hot. You can only run on hot so many times before your body gets that wear and tear and starts seeing it effectively. And it sucks because a lot of kids our age just think we're invincible and we're not. I can jump off the roof right now, and I can tell you, it's going to hurt like hell. I just get so many cuts and burns just from working. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think sometimes you need a job like how you have where it shows you your mortality, man. A lot of people don't see that on an average day. A lot of people go every single day without getting hurt or getting a scratch on them. And when that happens, I believe you become too much of, I, I can do whatever I want. Pretty much my version of that is... I've never been pulled over yet, so I kind of drive, like, over this... Yeah, dangerously. I like to live on the edge. <laughs> I've just been lucky. Yeah, it's like, it's... It, it, as much as you think it won't happen, it's probably going to end up happening. You just don't know when. It, and it might not ever happen, but the still idea is you're not above it. If it does happen, I could get in, like, serious accident, or for them, overdosing. Yeah, like, same thing. Like, there's... The way I look at laws, I was like, who made laws and why are they so ridiculous? See, that's where I played. I play devil's advocate on everything. If you say you're pro-law, I'm going to say I'm against it. If you say you're against law, I'm pro-for it. The whole reason is I like to look at the other side of an argument, okay? I like to look at two sides of both spectrums. So if you have a sense of point or a, something that you believe so strongly and you're, you're like, no, this is what it is, and you know that, that I'm going to listen to you. Then I'm going to try and see it from the other side. Even if I agree 100% with you, I still have to look at the other side. It's not just me being a dick. It's me trying to be like, I got to try and convince myself from the other side so I can see it from their perspective. Like where people say, you know, I don't believe in God. I'm like, 
well, maybe, and then I started trying to explain some stuff and trying to make myself believe in it. And if I can't effectively come down to making myself believe in whatever I'm arguing for, then I don't believe, I don't go with it anymore. I go to the other side. I start to think of the other side. But I'm like, if I don't take that time to try and argue for that other side, then I, I didn't even take a look at it. Like, you can't knock it before you try it. That's a yeah. real thing. It's not just with food. It goes with everything, man. Yeah, and so you just got to understand the whole situation before you start picking sides. Well, how many times is, like, you're in an argument and you just look at your side and what you're trying to get out of it? It's like you don't ever look at the other person's side either. It's like that's why that argument occurs because you both couldn't get to a damn conclusion. Yeah, so there's a lot of times I get into arguments and I feel like I'm right and then, like, later they'll convince me, oh, okay, I was wrong, my bad. Yeah, it's like, like you don't want to come out and say that you were wrong, but, I mean overall it's like you're, you're agreeing that you, that person was right you didn't have all your facts you didn't have all your ducks in a row yeah it, it I think the best thing for everyone especially like in America or in society today just get your ducks in a damn row you know what I mean don't count your chickens before they hatch that was a perfect <laughs> one for you but like the, the whole idea is like there's so many things we could definitely work on environmentally first of all okay it's good that we're now doing things like the plastic rings and all these types of plastic bottle, like that one company now when water gets, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and uh, ban in styrofoam in uh, Maryland. That's taking effect next year. That's good stuff, man. Because yeah, like that's you, like a big one right there. Envir- like I've had environmental people on my podcast before, and they talk about all this stuff that we could be doing, we could be changing, and stuff like this. And it's like the whole reason you're so interested in environmental stuff is because you live in the fucking shit. Literally, you live in the shit every day, like the cow shit. You are in it. You know, maybe not cows, but other pig shit. Let's go pig shit. <laughs> and it's like you are there. You see the land. You see the beauty of nature. I see the beauty of nature, but it's so hard for me to be able to experience the true, true, true primal thing of nature, like going out to a farm and experiencing that just because on a time basis. And also how of like, I'm where we're building so much stuff being finding original land is going away. It's not happening anymore. Yeah. You got like everywhere is just always building houses or businesses. Um, we just keep building and taking away it's nature. A, why do we need another Royal Farms down the street from the one that we already have here? There's no point in having it there. Having two, because it's easier for people to get gas. Each one of those things holds like 15 pumps. You're telling me that everyone's, all 15 pumps are filled up on each side? Well, you can really save on gas, though, if you get like that Rofo card. Yeah. Save like 30 cents per gallon. And then also a free bucket of chicken ain't bad either. But, you know, I'm not willing to do that at the expense of our environment. Just because I see too much stuff that I go drive by now where I remember as a little kid skating by it and being like, damn, that used to be a, oh, it's gone now. Man, I used to sit here and throw rocks into this creek. Nope, now it's a closed off thing where they're doing construction and now became a landfill. It's like, thanks. Yeah, no landfills, but like taking old buildings and remaking them for other purposes is like, like there's a plenty of abandoned buildings like people could take and use for a business or something. They just don't want to. They don't like the look of it, so we're going to knock it down. Yeah. So much stuff in the town of Berlin. I walked in there the other day, or not walked in there, but walked around it the other day. Dude, I don't want to go there anymore. Yeah, Berlin's changed a lot. It freaking hurts, man. You look at something where, like, the whole idea of, like, everything where you're a little kid running around through the streets before even streetlights were, like, all over the place. That place is now lit up. It's so become advertised. I'm like, what happened? Like... All these stores I see, there's a store in every block. Like, yeah, that's cool 
to help society and people get interested in the place and bring in the town some money, but you'll lose it. Sorry, I'm yawning, but you'll lose it, man. I just, I can't handle it. When well, it's, like, better than the, all those buildings being abandoned. Like, Berlin could end up being one of those towns that became a dead town, but it didn't. I'm glad that it got, like, some popularity, but I believe it's it's going a little too far where they're, like, trying to take down the old-style buildings. Like, you look at an old brick building... There's nothing better than an old brick building. Yeah, that's like some actual work put into that. Yeah, and it's like you see that and you see that getting torn down and then you see something that's getting changed and morphed and making it look newer. I mean, how many times you see houses look exactly like the one beside it, just lined up, lined up, lined up, lined yeah, up? Yeah, so I saw this house the other day. It was a whole line of houses. And like they're barely even maybe three, maybe like five feet apart from each other. Yeah. And they had, like, windows there. And, like, why would they have windows there if they're just looking at the other window house's windows? And especially, like, I used to live in Ocean City, and that's nothing but small communities and small little townhomes and stuff just because they're all side-by-side, side and it's, like, a tourist attraction town. It's, like, where you go there, rent for the summer. During the winter, the people that live there, I could hear my neighbors sneeze. Our house was that paper-thick <laughs> walls. Like, I could hear my neighbors sneeze. That was right up beside our house. I was like, I could hear them scenes. I said, bless you one time. She said, thank you. And it was like at night. And it's like, it was so awkward. But it was like, that's how loud it is. Like, I can't scream. I can't shout. Because there's it's someone right beside me, dude. And it's like, that's terrible. I, I love being able to be as loud as I can in my house. And having to experience and being able. Like, you probably don't even understand what it's like to be in a city like that. Because... You live out on a, uh, your own open acres. You can be as loud as you want. The only people you have to worry about is your family. But like we have two neighbors, like one on each side of us. But we have like good distance between our houses. Yeah, like, and we get to know them pretty well. So like if they know like some screaming's going on, they'll like know what's up. Yeah, but it's like you have space and you have that and you get to enjoy that. But like I remember driving down Bishopville the other day and what I thought was just this long stretch of road with one house on it. Now there's communities built up and it says, coming soon, your new neighborhood. I'm like, how soon until we just have nothing left, man? Yeah, so pretty much we're just lucky. Like we're surrounded by forests and cornfields. So like they're not going to build on places that produce food. Exactly. And like anything like... But, I mean, it's just, like, we have so much dumb stuff everywhere just to bring more people here. It's, like, we have a problem with overpopulation as it is, and you want to draw more people here. You wonder why those people are jumping over to come over here. It's because you're building homes for them, but you're not letting them live in them, so they're just these empty homes. They have them work, too, to build the homes. We can end the homeless, too. Like, that, that wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, like, there's always something, like, if they put all the money went to one thing they could instantly like end it but um there's just a bunch of things going on and they all need to be dealt with starvation wouldn't be a thing if we just worried about like throwing that food out that happens on that expiration date and actually giving it away on that day or something like how long does it actually take till it expires after the package has not been opened i mean come on yeah. And the store won't sell it to you, they'll just throw it out. It's like, why do you have to wait for that person to jump in the dumpster to get the food you know he already asked for and you just won't hand it to him? I don't remember where, but like, there's some donut places that when they're donuts at expiration date, they give them to like a homeless shelter or something. Like, stuff like that. Most That's of the what... time, though, they put it in a trash bag and just throw it out. It's yeah. like, why don't you donate it? I know it's probably a pain in the ass to go out of your way and do that, but at the same time, you're making someone's night and making someone's life go on a little bit longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 
there's just so many things I think we have to work on, dude. And I think if anything, if you're going to be pursuing something, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but you should promote something definitely with environmental stuff, whether it's just taking some time out of your day to do it or something you want to do as a career. Because, I mean, you've, you've got more experience than I do, and I feel so strongly about this. You might not feel as strongly as I do towards this, and you might want to go after something else. But like I said, it's just a suggestion. That's my main thing I'm trying to get a point to you in this podcast is I'm just suggesting things that you should do or suggesting things that trying to find out what you want to do, man. I'm trying to narrow it down for you. But I just know that you're an amazing person, man. It doesn't matter what you end up doing, whether you end up being a serial killer, dumping all the bodies off those <laughs> pigs that you raise, or just doing something environmentally friendly, man. It's anything you do that you want to do is important. And I want you to know that. And I really appreciate you coming down here and being on my podcast, man.